you want to introduce or you know do something hey you guys all right <laughs> <laughs> it's the ladies for she too we got elena we got jessica you have me kayla first episode whoop just going to start off with some general questions so you guys get to know us a little bit all right so whose idea was the show so i guess i'll take uh the kudos for that and i'll say i guess the idea of it was more representation for like women of color especially black women in tech uh just kind of researching and looking at like there's not people that really look like us that mm-hmm. represents our thoughts and our culture within technology so i just kind of felt like it would be important for us to kind of create a lane or enhance that avenue okay um so i mean what's the purpose of she too like why are we doing this um i think the purpose for me is just to kind of inspire that next generation of women in technology um, it's bad enough being into like the corporate world and you're the only woman in a meeting, but then to be that representation for a person of color as well. And just seeing that a lot of people, I guess with a similar background to me, tend to go into different avenues. It's just kind of like give them the opportunity to explore with technology all the different things you can do mm-hmm. and like what the world is. Um, outside of just the school side of it what do you think um I think why I'm here today is just like you're saying like on my team right now I am the only black female so just constantly being reminded of that like five days a week it can be a little draining but just knowing that I do have friends and family who are black who are female doing the absolute most and making things happen Um, I think more people need to hear about it and actually and people who don't really respect all the things that black women do in STEM need to hear this and understand like we do matter. Yeah for me I would say like I feel like hopefully us putting ourselves out there and more people continuing to do that would be inspiring for people to come in because like I'm the only person in my whole company and there's three different offices across the United States and in Canada. Um, And I know for me, like when I'm looking for something or looking for information, I go to YouTube or I go try to find a podcast or something like that, a blog to like find somebody that I can relate to. Um, And so hopefully if we can put more variety of content out there, that'll inspire more people to like feel comfortable to come into the industry. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like what's the vision? Where we trying to go, girl? (laughs) Uh, I know me personally, I guess kind of like my vision is... Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not really like a planned vision, but just kind of seeing where it goes and seeing who we can expire and which different platforms we can do that in. Of course, you know, you have those social media, you know, pages where there's like in- inspiration or things like that. But I can't say for sure. Like down the line, I would like to have like a Oprah Super Soul Sundays at the <laughs> Apollo, <hate> but <laughs> <laughs> but more so just like getting I guess getting the conversation started in a different avenue than it's been before mm-hmm. what you think Jessica? I think I just want to experiment and see because I've been like not even just with podcasts but like interested in like streaming games or like you know putting YouTube content out there so I'm kind of just interested to see like 
how people respond to us like can we take it in these different directions maybe it's not just about stem but like people might be interested in other things that we do that just you know nobody really talks about so I don't know. Y'all know I would jump in and do anything for the first time just to see. Mm-hmm. She definitely like bum rushed us. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, y'all not about to do y'all a podcast without me? I'm yeah. coming. Like, no, like, I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think my vision is just uh, having people have like a different viewpoint of what <laughs> black women go through every day in STEM. Um, I know a lot of people look at me and they're like, oh, are you like a business major? And it's like, no shade, but black women do other things. Like We can be smart. Yeah. Dude, I was just, <laughs> no, seriously. Me and two of my business partners, uh, both guys, like the three of us just started a training company to teach people artificial artificial intelligence. And so I like we submitted to like Detroit Google Demo Day. And like when the guys came to interview us, You were just like, oh yeah, I could tell you're a program manager. No, I'm not a program manager. I am an engineer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm a teacher. Like, I'm not the program manager in the clique, but it's just like, I felt like it was just because I'm a girl. I'm like, dude, like, what are you talking about? You must be able to organize (laughs) and keep these guys in place. Right, I mean, they love to say that. It's like, no, no. I I mean, it's nothing wrong with that, you know, but it's, it's, we're still multifaceted yeah. at the same time. We Such can do more than just tell you what to do. Obviously, you, you might still mess it up, but, you know. I'm really good at telling people what to do. <laughs> but we're good at telling people what to do because we actually do the things that people want done. So, oh, anyway. <laughs> Where did the name come from? I got this one. <laughs> we were just trying to come up with names. Like It was like her two, one of them. Uh, we had like parallel at first, and I was like, okay, I what about? Parallel, I know I did too, but I like parallel. I like she, no, we too. It, oh yeah, it I was forgot. it was we too, and I was like, what about she too? And I was like, oh, that just flows off the tongue like she too, like yeah, yeah. So then we just went with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just like coming up with different names and segments and stuff because I'm crazy. Yeah. Okay, so how did we meet? I feel like this is about to be a crazy three stories. <laughs> <laughs> How did we all um, meet? Okay, well, Elena is the the middle ground, probably. I am. I'm like the yeah. connector. Okay, <laughs> so I guess how I met Jessica was at school um, in legal terms. We were interested <laughs> in the same sorority. In legal terms. And um, I joined before her and mm-hmm. she came after me so that's how we met and then I met Kayla through Nesby so just hanging out in our office and studying together um and just kind of creating that bond to make sure that we all made it through because like <sighs> engineering is a whole nother beast within itself mm. so you just kind of have to pull people on the road and you just kind of latch them on <laughs> and keep going Come on, we can do Yeah, Nesby. <laughs> Nesby is the glue. And then, yeah, so I think it's crazy because we were freshmen at the same time, and we did not, like, ever cross mm-hmm. paths, and we lived in the same dorms. I just found out that me and Elena lived in the same dorm the other day when I texted y'all. <laughs> we lived in the same building, and I never, I don't know, maybe we've seen each other before. Probably not. I stayed to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I hate people. And then that's a whole nother conversation. definitely met Kayla from Nesby. Because I just remember, like, I don't know, I had a reputation in Nesby already for being a 
I don't know, a hard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was going to say a hard person to get to know. But then I don't remember when, like, me and Kayla actually started talking to each other. I think it was just one day because, like, I joined Nesby and for those guys that don't know, it's a National Society of Black Engineers. So I joined when Elena was president. So it was like, oh, okay, this is what we about. Okay, cool. And, like, Jessica, I just thought, like, you were, like, the smartest, like, hard ass and I was like I'm scared <laughs> to her. and I think it was one day we were just maybe it was anime or something mm, like probably. that and I was like oh shit like she's not about to cut me cool. <laughs> it was like just going off of that um, but yeah that's how I met these two just through Nesby so we have some personal questions oh God. just so you can get to know a little bit more about us okay. and then you'll understand kind of like down the line where our thought process comes from in situations. So, first, what is your technical background? So, like, your degree, your job, that type of stuff. All right. Um, so, my degree is <laughs> electrical engineering. I'm currently going for my MBA right now. Um, my job is as a electrical applications engineer. So, mainly I deal with um, putting audio in car systems so like for Ford mainly in Lincoln um, so speakers amplifiers making sure the software works make sure the hardware works at the different stages that the car is going through so that way when it gets to mass production like we've done everything that we could to make sure like you got some bumping sounds in your whip so <laughs> bumping sounds in your whip you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do also blame Kayla when it doesn't work okay yeah. first of all <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even about to go last. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I feel like I get to go last because mine's is more complicated. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm an industrial engineer. Um, I'm currently also working on my MBA. Um, Kayla's just kind of dragging me along through some classes. Uh, but um, I work as an industrial engineer, currently doing like indirect labor for an engine plant for an automaker as well. So I just kind of look at people's jobs and figure out more efficient and ergonomic ways that they can do it. Um, but as like industrial engineer, we're known as like the cost engineer. So if we think you're pointless, we're gonna fire you. Oh. Um, <laughs> or find, or we tend to give people more work, but it's usually because you can do more. So I tend to be more of a organizer. Or people planner, that's how I kind of look at it. But it's still engineering, but it's more of the analytical cost side of it. It could be fun. It could be boring. It could be whatever you make it. But it's pretty cool. Okay, so the easy part (laughs) of the question is I am a software engineer. Um, I work full time. Right now I'm freelancing Um, in between starting jobs. I just started a fellowship, so I've been kind of basically buying myself time until my fellowship started. Um, And I'm gonna be working for a startup called Autonomic. So um, there we build software for connected vehicles. So basically uh, being able to communicate and send commands to vehicles, uh, being able to control parts of the vehicle as well, as scary as that sounds, and being able to collect data back from the vehicles as well. Those That's the kind of software that we build. Um, the company that I work for just got bought by Ford, so it's underneath the Ford Mobility arm, but we still operate pretty much independently um, of Ford, although Ford is um, Autonomic's biggest client, hence them buying um, Autonomic. 
As far as my degree, it is uh, complicatedly in progress. <laughs> so um, actually, when I got to college, I studied music for three and a half years. I was a vocal performance major, uh, mostly because when I got to school and I, I knew I liked math and science, but I honestly didn't know that I could do anything besides be a math teacher because that was the only options I ever heard. Mm. So uh, I decided to do music instead because I had been doing um, classical music when I was in high school. So I did that for a while and I got bored after a bit and I realized I wasn't passionate about it and mostly I hate practicing like I never practiced ever and actually uh my I was I felt like I was pretty close to being discovered by my uh by my director I, I would have got kicked out of the studio for sure because mm. she kicked somebody out of her studio for me to study there so she was like the most sought after teacher or whatever <clears throat> So after I got kind of did that, I was like, oh, I was trying to figure my way out, which is by this point I knew Elena um, and they were like, oh, join Nesby. So I was like, what's Nesby, uh, first of all. And then we had a um, Gail, our, uh, one of the IE uh, advisors. She helped me and like some Nesby people helped me switch my career. So um, I've been going for mechanical engineering, uh, but I took a break to take a coding boot camp to kind of uh, elevate my career which seems to have worked so hey. I have about one more year left um, which I'm planning to go back either this fall or in January or in January and then from there I really want to go PhD track because I've done a lot of teaching um, and I really would like to be a professor in the long term so we'll see well so, what's your favorite academic subject math what would you say Kayla hmm I'll say math yeah uh, what's yours? I would say math too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's different because kind of my, well, actually that's how I picked my major. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I have two older sisters that are also engineers. And I'm like, okay, how can I be an engineer but do the least amount of science? Because <laughs> physics is some bullshit. No. Oh my God. Like, I don't even want to talk that's about physics. That's funny. No. No, I, I hate physics. First of all, in the physics building is 666 on campus. So... Um, the sign. Yes. <laughs> We're just thinking, though. We took physics together, and when I didn't know answers, I multiplied everything by gravity. She. <laughs> <laughs> the whole oh semester, everything was multiplied by gravity. But it's crazy because by me being a mechanical engineer, physics is like hardcore part of life. So. Whew. Well, I need I to know physics because I'm a EE. So I was like, you need to know how well, the yeah, electrons got, move. And I was like, you got physics oh, one, that. you got physics two. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I actually think I'm terrible at science. Like, I, I got a D in biology in high school. And it wasn't because I didn't try. <laughs> and I answered all the, like, I would be that kid in class. The teacher would be like, good question. And I would always be, like, reaffirming that I knew the concepts. And then I always thought I got an A on the test. And I always got a D or an F. Like every time, it's different when you know you failed. That's like that's that's you can life. Yourself. But when you just like, yes, I got it, and then it's just another D. <laughs> so I didn't think I was good at science at all. But math, math is my thing. I'm cool with math, but not. Don't ask me nothing about probability. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't, no, I don't. Mm -mm. What what was that called? Like the variances and. All that it's always like, a hard question too that like has nothing to do with the application of your career. Like, if you have five dice and you roll them, oh how many God. how many sevens would you get? Like, what? I don't. What's I don't the know. probability that you would get a nine over a three? Yeah, I don't know. No one cares. But I feel like in engineering, we try to separate out statistics. Like we we don't count that as math. When we say math, we mean like calculus. Mm -hmm. Maybe some trig. I'm terrible at I trig. I don't use trig. 
I mean, another thing I shouldn't be terrible at. <laughs> <laughs> mechanical engineering degree. Physics and trigonometry. Oh my god. So dream career. I wanna travel. Like I wanted to be which is why I'm kinda going for my MBA now. I wanted to travel and speak to potential clients about the products that we sell. So it's like, oh, you know, I'm an actual engineer. I know the software, I know the hardware and all that. And I just flew like two thousand miles like while drinking margaritas to like <laughs> make you buy our stuff. <laughs> so I really want that part to happen. Cause I'm tired of Michigan. I'm tired of being cold all the time. So <laughs> y'all know I gotta do everything. So I can't just pick one thing. Maybe like, you should go last again. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go last. <laughs> um I guess my dream career is I would want a career where my money makes money for me. So Ooh, eventually in. I want to get to the point where maybe I have like some investment properties, maybe franchise a few places. And then that way I can spend my actual time doing things that I want to do, whether it's like uh, more like diversity projects or exposing kids to different career paths and things like that. It's just that teaching doesn't pay enough for me and mm. I don't really want to be um, so involved in that way. But I think my dream career would just be some way where I could have my money, make money for me, and then free my time to do special projects. Mm. You just fair. made me sound real bougie. <laughs> <laughs> You're yes. trying to help the community. I'm like, I'm just trying to. I mean, fly don't get me wrong. It's a, when you free your time, you could be like, okay, this month I'm gonna be, you know, in like Jamaica. But you know, for a few weeks a year, you know, like let's take some kids on some tours or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, but I think I agree. Like, I mean, I'm probably in the middle because I'm like, I've been working on my own business and like, right, it went from freelancing to now me trying to uh, have other people do the work for me. And more so, I like, I found that I like, like kind of what you're talking about, Caleb, like talking to clients and figuring out what they want and mm -hmm. trying to help them decide on the technology and how we're going to build it. But I don't want to build it myself. Like, yeah, no, I don't want to build nothing. <laughs> I just want to talk. Right <laughs> now I have to because I do all the work for the clients. But once it gets down into the nitty gritty, like that doesn't excite me. So I really want to grow my business um, and I want to get like some other types of income, some investment property, things like that. So... My goal is that by the time that I'm 35, I can take six months off if I want to, and the money's not going to stop flowing. Mm. So I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, but that's my goal. And then I would go all in on aerial acrobatics, because y'all know, I think I'm fancy now. So maybe I would uh, join the circus a little bit on the side. That Your roster okay. <laughs> be dumb. <laughs> but that's funny because, like, for like hidden talent. So Jessica, you already talked about singing and that's something that I already know. I didn't know Kayla knew that. But then, I knew like a like a month ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then um you do Ariel. What other hidden talents do you think you have? Oh keep it clean. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I right. yeah, I no no, honestly, like I'm a crafts person, so I was just talking with uh, one of my cohort members in my fellowship yesterday about like, I just randomly bought a sewing machine one summer and decided I was gonna sew some stuff and it came out okay and I wore some of it even though I had this one dress that was like skin tight and not skin tight like it looked bad but just like I didn't know how to get the right fabric and then it stretched. <laughs> so if I would have did anything wrong, the whole dress was coming off. 
but it didn't and that's the most important <laughs> part <laughs> so i will maybe i'm maybe i got like a little seamstress in me mm. dang hidden talent Kayla, you got a whole camera sitting I know. in my face I was right like, now. <laughs> but is it hidden? No, when I'm like in people's faces taking pictures. But no, like I really love photography. Um, I'm always running around taking pictures of people and things. Um, so I really enjoy that. Like I love audio. So um, I do audio editing for my podcast, for like uh, Mental Matters. Uh, what else do I do? Oh, I can move my ears. <laughs> I can just move them without like having to move my entire face. Can you move one at a time? No, I can't do one at a time. It's it's got to be both. Do, I can do the right one, but not the left one. I'm trying to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I used to be a dancer. Uh, from seven to thirteen years old. Like modern um, dance. I did African. I did modern. I did ballet. Um, I did performances, like in front of like tons of people. Um. Yeah, I never knew that. I never would have guessed that. You don't seem like the dancing type. I mean, I, I can no, I can't get down. <laughs> you no, seem like you can get now. down, but I feel like I just have this like idea in my head that like if you were a dancer, you're like, oh, very like prim and proper and like oh ballet. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but you know, you make those kind of sounds. I don't know what you mean either. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I mean, but I just like you know, it. light and dainty. Yeah, and I, I mean, like it was it. like you know, being light on your feet, you mm-hmm. know, feeling the rhythm and all that. But I'm too old and I'm tired, so <laughs> I'm not doing none of that now. But I used to. So. I can stay on beat though. I want to know what Elena's beat. is. I don't really have any time. First of all, I'm cooking. Well, that's really not a hidden talent, that is. but all my friends make me cook for them. So. It's called catering. <laughs> People get paid lots of money. I know, but I feel like everybody caters, so like that's not a dream of mine. Cause but does everybody go Everybody want to sprinkle parsley though. and spray butter on stuff and be like, oh, <laughs> look, it's fancy. <laughs> look, I cater something. It's like, no, parsley is disgusting. You just put bubble gum, mint on top of everything. Um, I guess my... Uh, a lot of people in my circle would say I'm funny, but I don't think I'm funny. I'm just kind of me and awkward and sarcastic and borderline could be rude. And people think I'm joking borderline? most of the time. You mean you are rude? She already called me an ass. Right. Like it's within the first three minutes. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> but that was but that was honest. honest. <laughs> <laughs> and therein lies the problem. <laughs> but I don't really think up. it's a problem. I can't control myself, though. But I don't have any, um, I used to play piano, Ooh. and then I stopped because I wanted to play violin, and I thought stopping would make my mom put me in violin lessons, but she was like, oh, that's cool, I don't have to pay for neither one now, so I guess I lost in the end. Yeah, you, you lost in the end, unfortunately. You, that backfired. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been, the, you been the, the lifelong pianist. Song. Right. Right? It could have been, like, orchestra level. But no. So, yeah, not any major hidden talents. So, this is a good one. Oh, God. Because we always, like, when we're by ourselves, rant. Okay. What do you hate the most? First of all, one thing I hate oh, is when somebody says I'm not words, that are, words that are not words. Like, conversate is not a word. It's not a word. And it's just never going to be a word. Like, I hate when people do that because it's just. It's like I had I remember getting to an argument in high school with a boy 
at my job because he wanted to tell me that conversate was a word just because his teacher said it. And I'm like, nope, it's still not a word. And I don't know, that's the one that always sticks out to me because I'm like, Beyonce was like, uh, while we conversating, she said that it uh, get me bodied. Mm -hmm. It just really bothers me. Oh God, the beehive about to come for you. I love Beyonce so much. That's why it bothers me. That's why that one moment in life bothers me. Like that word, I must have a problem. So I hate that. Okay. (laughs) That was the moral of that story. What do I hate? Um, I hate when I signal for somebody to go, and then they signal for me to go. But I'm like, I'm gonna, I already told you first. Like, you can go, just just go, go. bro. Like, go. <laughs> we arguing with just hand motions. <laughs> something else that I hate um I hate like when I'll move my seat up to let somebody pass and they're like oh what you trying to say and it's like I'm moving so <laughs> you can pass and not bump into me like I'm not trying to be rude about it I'm just moving and then they bump me anyway oh, and then man. I gotta look at you like you stupid like I just <sighs> I just feel like people don't really appreciate me trying to be polite like they always take offense to it mm. Okay, I'm done. Because I could go for like <laughs> 10 minutes. I'm done. That's the two things I hate. <laughs> Elena hates everything. I was like, I hate everything. But I'm trying to think of the things that I absolutely hate. Well, as you all know, I hate when people sprinkle parsley on food. <laughs> it really bothers me. I need me. you to tell people that you hate when you put an extra ingredient in food. I do hate that. Like, oh I hate when people add things that should not be added to meals to it like when you see online on like facebook and it's like oh avocado macaroni and cheese it was fine (laughs) it was fine the way it was why did you have to add this special we didn't need that (laughs) nobody asked for your reduced calories nobody asked for your zing for like the extraness you can hold that so that don't like um i also hate when people hmm I guess I would say when people ask you for advice and then you give it to them. Oh, God. And then they don't follow it. And then they want to continue to talk to you about it. And it's like, okay, just don't talk to me about that. Don't talk to me about your raggedy boyfriend. Don't talk to me (laughs) about your debt. Don't talk to me about your finances. Don't talk to me about your job, your career, school. If I already told you what I think you should do and you didn't listen to it. So I usually just kind of... When people want to vent to me, I have to give them ultimatum at the end. I'll sit in silence and I'll say, okay, well, how do you want me to respond? Do you want me to respond in my honest opinion or do you just want me to listen or do you just want me to say okay? But that's one of the things that really, I guess, bother me the most. Don't mm-hmm. ask for my opinion and waste my time Ooh. if you're not going to take it. She's not, she not getting about that. Just going to put that out there. So, in that case, on a happier note, (laughs) what do you love the most? I love food. (laughs) I love food. I've been, people already know this probably, but I've been drinking milkshakes for like four days straight. First of all, you've been drinking milkshakes for like two months straight. (laughs) It's just so good. But I (laughs) I love food. I love like different experiences. I love just 
just tasting like different cultures and all of that. So like if I can go to a different restaurant every day, like that would be amazing. That would be my dream career. Like now that I'm thinking about just just being a food uh what's the word? Foodie? No like a critic. Yeah. Critic. Foodie too. That works. Um but yeah, I love to travel. I love taking photos. I love to sleep. Like I love all of that. Just just don't bother me. That's what I love. I would say I love to be alone. <laughs> It don't matter where it is. I like to just be by myself, and I love music. So I like all different types of music. Kayla was making a playlist the other day, and she asked everybody this to submit a song to it. Playlist. And oh I gosh. submitted, like, some 1994 Patra. I don't even know where I pulled that from. I was only four in 1994. But I love, like, reggae. I love, like, classical music. I love anything but country and jazz. I don't know. I think... The conspiracy side of me is like they send subliminal messages through jazz. It's something with it that don't, Y'all can't see me, but that don't hit me. Like, she always talking about something. It don't hit my messages. soul the right way. And then like country music, I just I don't know. It's just the vocal. I just can't get past ah, it. It's like straining cats or something. I don't know. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I like music. Obviously, I've been singing for basically since before I could remember. Um, I don't sing as much anymore, which sucks because I kind of miss it. But I mean, I get to sing it. I like I sing at home, and not just in the shower. I sing in the car. But nowadays, people try to get me to sing, and I'm like, you just gotta be there in the moment when it happens. Like to me, like I express myself that way. So I like really like music. I like all different types of music. I'm not. I don't know which I particularly don't like, but. Like, I got into classical music when I was in high school because, first of all, everybody thought they could sing and they joined choir. <laughs> and then our teacher was not having that. So she, the first day you, like, learn some classical song and you like, I don't want to sing this. Like, what is this? And then by the, like, by 12th grade, like, we was live off, like, classical music, like, the same way we was live off Jeezy. So mm. I love, yeah, I love music. I also really, like, I just like challenges. So... That's why I get into stuff like aerial acrobatics. Like, it's just so nice to challenge yourself, and then you can see your progress. Um, I guess I get something out of that. So I like uh, taking challenges, trying new things. That's mostly why I just take take the deep dive whenever uh, I see something I want to try, especially if it's, like, all the way out there. Mm. Like, if it make you a little, like, just shake you a little bit, your heart just start beating a little too fast. But not skydiving or bungee. Jumping. I was about to say, like, no. is there anything you no. have? No, yes, because I don't believe in like risking my life for for a thrill. I mean, it's a parachute. You could if it if it comes out. <laughs> but I'm like Elena, like I will be falling through the air. Like it'll be me. I'll be that one person whose parachute doesn't come out, and then I gotta fall to my death. And then all I can think about is how I didn't want to do this in the first place because it was it was dumb. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to die like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so this is going to be complex. So it may take a moment to think about it. So if you could add four people to your network, who would those four people be? And why those four people? Ooh. Is there any limit? Four. No, 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 no. In terms of like... Person, like actual people, any limit. Um, 
No, so they can't be, be dead or alive. Mm. Um, but they can't be fiction. Like you can't be like, oh, genie from Aladdin, because <laughs> I can get all the wishes. Okay. All right. First one I got is Prince, because his style. I know I don't know where why, but his style, his music. Like I would just want him in my network so we can just be jamming all the time, wearing purple doing whatever wearing platform shoes and getting down then i would add i would add oprah and i know everybody want to add oprah but oprah got whole ass fired at 23 and now she's just she be sipping like chai latte tea or whatever in the morning just playing with her dogs and like this 300 acre like land or whatever so i would just want her there because i read one of her books actually is called um Oh God, what's the name of it? I'm blanking, but um, I'll Google it later. But it's just like inspiration-wise, like she had nothing and now she has damn near everything. So I would want her as a mentor. Um, the third person I would want is Rihanna because like, just because she's damn near like you, like she'd be like, oh, obstacle. I'm gonna just bust through that shit and do whatever she's I like, want to do. I can do literally whatever so, I want to do. Um. So that would be dope, just having somebody that's just fearless in that regard, but still making bank, and who had like a billionaire boyfriend or whatever. Like, you know, can I ride with you and do whatever <laughs> like, you be doing? Oh, the Oprah book was uh, What I Know For Sure. So that's actually at my house right now. It's a really good book um, if you want to read something on the Lolo. And finally, I would add my fourth person, Ashley Langston Hughes. Um, I used to read a lot of poetry back in the day. Um, so to me, it was just like, I really liked his wording, how he would like take you to different places just with how he would write. Um, I actually love writing too. So um, I would want him in my squad. That's it. Those my four. I was about to say, I low-key forgot I used to be a poet back in the day. I used to write oh, songs, too. I have a whole-ass binder. Like, corny, like, teenage I used to rap. pop songs. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been a whole group. I'm going to okay. bring it later. I'm going to show okay. you later. Okay. okay. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and Elena would just be the one in the back, like, uh, no, thank you. No, the funny thing um, is, I used to actually write poetry. I actually won a poetry contest. It was, like, this thing in Michigan where middle school kids got to submit and, like, I was published in this book and then I wrote some like we had to do like this poetry project in like ninth grade and I wrote something and my teacher was like this is inappropriate and then, ever <laughs> since then I was just like okay well maybe I shouldn't write no more. <laughs> man we had a whole we had a whole crew we had a, um, a poetry club it was so corny in high school but um first of all Michelle Obama oh yeah now she's at the top of my list um I mean obviously I just feel like the type of person that can mentor you and like give you real advice but also just like be down to earth like i feel like she could be like my, my auntie mm-hmm. like for real in real life so if you want to adopt me <laughs> I, i'm here plug right now. <laughs> uh drake because first of all y'all know i love drake like we really doing drake right now i love drake <laughs> i'm always gonna love drake okay uh and i was just thinking she too, said because win or lose that I, he no drake is my homeboy and back in the day like I used to watch Degrassi. Like, I just was thinking, I saw the other day they said that he reunited the cast. Like, mm-hmm. the original Degrassi cast, like, when we was in, like, middle school, that was so, that was our lives. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister used to watch that show, like, faithfully. 
like a little your little mini soap opera. So um, yeah, he. I don't even know what's going on with Drake right now, honestly. Because y'all trying to I, juggle a baby. I know, I know. I heard he got a baby, but I haven't. It's okay, Drake. I'm here for you. Um, I would like this is random, but I would add Juicy J because first of all, y'all know. What? <laughs> music is my whole life. Like I feel like we could just go to the strip club and just like have a good time. Just go out, just party. Like if you you need to have a friend on the roster that you could call when you just trying to go crazy for the weekend. But of all people, we we gonna talk about it later. Yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> and then uh, okay, and then lastly, Beyonce. So first of all, yes, she, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, her singing is everything to me. But like I've like I've been a, a fan since we like Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like she's grown. Like watching her grow as a woman and seeing all the things that she's accomplished. Like, can you just can you just be my friend for like two days and? I can know what that's like. Like I feel like she real cool, you know. She be chilling. She just be. She really do be staying life. by herself. Like once she done with the tour, she be like, "I'm going home. <laughs> I'm about to take care of my kids and do whatever." So. So those are mine. So like y'all kind of like overlapped my four. So I kind of lumped Barack and Michelle together one because Barack is fine, and then two. <laughs> As a couple, like, they connected to everybody. Like, who going to tell them no? So yeah. it's like, I can be like, hey, I need, like, help doing something. they like, I got the perfect person for you. Because they're not going to tell them no. So Brock and Michelle. Then I had Maya Angelou because she's the person that kept Oprah grounded mm-hmm. and kind of, mm-hmm. like, guided her. So I'm like, you know, you always have those moments where you're like, your anxiety is high. You worried about, did I make the right decision? You know, you need that cool person that's just like, all right. Calm down, the shit gonna work out. Mm-hmm. And then Warren Buffett, because Ooh, lately girl. I've been into finance and I need somebody to like kind of be in my corner to be like, okay, like this is a good strategic move. You should do this, you should do that. And then, you know, you always need like a white advocate. So, <laughs> and then lastly, Rihanna, because, you know, like, Jessica said you need somebody like on the weekends where it's like I just want to have fun or I want to chill or I don't want to care and like she that person like yes I want to lay out on a yacht and drink pineapple juice and throw my middle finger at people <laughs> and then you know I just want to play with like my nephew and my little cousins and chill but everybody still think you're still amazing mm-hmm. so that was my four people oh man so closing see here what's a good way taste it hmm i guess kind of what are three things that you wish you knew before going into the tech field um i wish i knew that just because i had the degree doesn't mean that everybody will believe me (laughs) when i said i have the degree um because I think people, it's just pushed like, okay, you get this piece of paper, like now you can do whatever. Everybody's gonna, you know, have faith in you and all that. But I think um, it needs to be said more that it still takes a lot of effort, especially being a minority, to um, prove yourself. Um, I would say another thing I wish I knew was hmm, how, even though it, it's lucrative um 
it kind of can get boring sometimes. So you do need to like keep up with the times, keep up with the technology and um, take more of a personal route with it um, and not think that the company's going to really invest in you as much as you think they should. Um, and finally, I would say just be open to options. Like I never knew that I could do audio because I was like, oh, well, I'm not a sound engineer. Like, I'm, that's not my major, I can't do it. But they're like, oh, you're electrical. Electricity still plays into, you know, how the speakers work, how amplifiers work. So uh, I would say, I wish I was a little bit more open-minded. Like, I'm glad it worked out in this way. Um, but definitely, I wish I would have had a little more faith in myself and done more research. And I probably would have had like a, like a better planned out path, you know, once I graduated. That's all I, I would got. say my two things, well, three things is you can unite your passions to create a career. And I always kind of felt like, okay, well, you go to school to be like a nurse, then you have to be a nurse and you have to work in a hospital and you have to follow this like strict um, path of people before you. And I just kind of learned through being an intern and a co-op and not working full-time like you can um it's different pathways that people can get to various areas and it's just kind of up to you to map out the lessons you need to learn in order to get to that role that you want to have um stupid cliches are actually real so like you always hear them it's not what you know it's who you know and Mm -hmm. i be at work like how does my boss not know shit and I work for this person and it's like oh yeah because like your daddy is the director and Mm -hmm. (laughs) they made somebody hire you for this position or you know like my sister tell me stories all the time at her job where it's like oh as an intern they hired this person that used to hang cabinets versus somebody that actually went to school for this thing (laughs) and it's like just because you know somebody or you know you network and things like that um, you can advance yourself so it's kind of like play into the cliche but also like I guess kind of look at the map of it before you get in too deep and then network your tail off so they kind of go together like expand your network get to know people outside of your job class because you never know when you're going to need that person or when they can help you or point you into a certain area. Mm-hmm. So, like, not only befriend the director, but, like, at my job, I'm cool with, like, the cleaning crew. And that's because at the end of the day when I'm like, oh, I need, like, a box of tissue or <laughs> I need, like, my chair is broke, I'm the first person to get stuff just because I talk to them, I ask them about their kids, or get to know them. Like, you got to know everybody on every level because you never know how that can help or play into your, you know, overall picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely had, like, something similar to that because along the lines of networking, like, I felt like I wish I knew that I need to rely on people more. Like, you try to be so just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it myself. Like, a lot of us feel like, oh, you have to do it and you have to struggle, you have to grind and all these things, which is true, but at the same time, like, it helps to have a person who's taken the class before who can tell you or give you advice or tips. It's like, it helps to have those friends that you can study with or to have that mentor that can give you guidance and things like that. Like those are the things that have started to make a difference for me. And I'm that person where people always rely on me. So I never feel like I should ask people for help. 
and I'm like oh I realize like that is exactly how people get to where they get like you said like oh if your father has x y or z connection or your friend or anybody is willing to like put in a word for you that's going to go a long way and um you know so and just being able to have people to rely on because it does get difficult um and I feel like we don't support each other as much as we necessarily could because people have issues and whatever and they just like keep them to to themselves um also wish I like I knew it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be like I think I was so scared in the beginning when I started studying engineering that like you just like fall into this like loop of failure sometimes like I feel like sometimes you didn't pass a test because you didn't even think you would pass the test as opposed mm. to it being like your actual ability, <laughs> mm. um, you know. And so I, I was so scared. Um, like I took a programming class and I got a B plus in it and I said I would never program ever again. And this was before I ended up like coming back to tech, but it was just like, those two things don't sound right together. Like, it sounds like you were successful in the class. Like, I did not believe myself. Like, I just didn't know what was happening. I was so intimidated. So I just was like, I don't I don't like that feeling, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and so I tried to avoid it or whatever. But um, what I like about software in particular is, like, you can make your own way. So you don't have to necessarily have the degree or whatever the case may be. As long as you have the back, the track record to show what you've done, then people will pay you, you know, for what you're worth. And then lastly, I would say, I wish I knew like I'm amazing and I'm talented, like I'm intelligent. Like I wish I told myself those things because I felt like I'd definitely been that type of person to like shut myself down and be like, oh no, you're not good enough to do this. You're not good enough to do that. And you just like self-select out of shit and then it doesn't get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. So now I try to just like, we had this thing called imposter syndrome and I don't know if y'all ever heard of imposter syndrome. Oh yeah, syndrome. no, no, no. I know exactly <laughs> or what know what it is. Right, so yeah. imposter syndrome is like, when you literally just always feel underqualified and it's like it's this concept that like you shouldn't be here <laughs> like there's people who get jobs and they sit there on the first day or however many days and they literally tell themselves like oh my god i'm a fraud like they're gonna define me out and you just you're paranoid over that concept and it's hard to get out of it but at the same time it's something that you can work on so i just like now i try to always remind myself like when other people say i'm amazing that means i'm amazing so like just accept it you know mm -hmm because we are so yeah those are mine so we hope you all were able to learn a little bit about us and kind of like where we're going we'll um keep you updated on new posts and things like that um you can always email us if you want us to discuss a certain topic at she too and that's two with t-o-o stem at gmail.com and she too for all of our social media see ya bye 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 that's it.